0: Yeah, okay. Well Victory. good morning. It's uh a happy Monday to you. It's Bruce Judy and Cheese and uh there wasn't a lot of the uh the Bears fight song being being played
1: on Sunday. All I can uh, say is thank goodness I was at a bar where I could drink.
0: Yeah, it was certainly uh well if you would have taken uh, a shot every time Bears rookie quarterback Justin Fields got sacked, um you're probably still asleep, quite honestly. You're oh, uh, no, 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 I, I
1: did. You, I, I thought it was actually ten times, not you nine. Have,
0: it's sobered up enough yet to, uh, to join a, the living, if you will. So it was a rough game to say the least. Um, and I'm not going to say we predicted it. But I think there was a healthy dose of skepticism from those that can look at this objectively and say, when you throw a rookie quarterback in... To the deep end of the pool, which is an NFL game, it, there's a learning curve. Might be a nice move. How about this? Three rookies mm-hmm. started yesterday, and three rookies got smoked. Yeah. Justin We're, Fields wasn't the only one.
1: Weren't you among the chorus that was calling for, you know, Fields to start? Um,
0: yeah. No, I, 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 I don't know if quarterback is their only issue. I, I, would, I would say this.
1: Well, yeah. I mean... I don't I, I'm the last person in this room who's and should talk about football, I guess, but just as an outsider looking in, how did all the other team you know all the other players in the team get to him so quickly? was he was he hes- was he not throwing the ball quick enough because before I knew it, there were six to seven guys on him. Where are all the bears players?
0: Yeah they were they were yeah Here's so the- so he, he uh almost set the record for being sacked the most. The record is 11, by the way. He was sacked nine times. (laughs) Due to his athleticism, he escaped a couple of them. But, as someone who does understand football, I can tell you, so here was the Cleveland Browns strategy. Justin Fields has not played, hasn't started in the NFL. Mm -hmm. We are going to Blitz him constantly yeah. so that he doesn't have time to stand there and think. Now, when you do that to a veteran quarterback, their their process is sped up and they can find the open guy, if you will. They can get rid of the ball quickly. When you're a rookie, you're like Hike ah! <laughs>
1: I'm sorry but don't, don't okay it's called the offense right don't you have people who are supposed to stop that they're
0: supposed to well what, what yeah. if they
1: if the team knew they could do that they would do it all the time A
0: for effort <laughs> unfortunately that doesn't show up on the uh, yeah. on the scoreboard uh, Justin Fields also spoke to the media afterwards and I mean for a guy who unless uh, he hasn't lost very many games in his life. I think he was like 20-2. and In college, in high school, he ran the table. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't a guy who's used to being on the wrong end of a game. He threw threw for 68 yards, by the way, which is, I'm just going to I want to give you guys some frame of reference. He threw for 68 yards. That's only 68 yards more than me, and I didn't play. So that just gives you a scale. Yeah, Yeah. It
1: almost looked like, I know, this is like the worst pessimistic thing you could say. Like, the Bears were letting it happen. Like, you know what? This guy needs to be taught a lesson. That's how I looked at it. I was like, this is so appalling. It was so egregious. I mean, just the fact that... Appalling and egregious. Oh, oh, man. In a football game. It was like we had no... Like I know our offense isn't as good as our defense. But I just couldn't understand how they could get to him they were every single time,
0: almost constantly. Yeah, they were sending sending more guys than we had on the line. There yeah. was always somebody who wasn't going to get blocked. Why would they do that all the
1: time? Because other 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 quarterbacks would be able to get out of it. Exactly. I, they were blitzing him so quick that there was. They didn't do defense, that to
0: Andy Dalton, for example, in the, in the beginning right. of the season. The other teams wouldn't do that because, again, Andy Dalton would see that, would recognize what was happening, and could get rid of the ball. Quicker and know who the open person was going to be because there was a mismatch. They were sending people, which meant somebody was probably open, but Justin Fields couldn't find them quick enough and get rid of the ball without somebody on top of them.
1: And and so and why didn't we send in another quarterback then? Why did we don't?
2: We don't, we don't have
0: any more of those. We don't have we're any. are fresh out of I thought, them. We, I
1: thought you had like at least
2: five.
0: Yeah, no, you have but three total. You always hear the,
2: the rookie quarterback say, "I I got to the NFL and it was amazing." How much faster the speed, the speed of the game is like in college, mm-hmm. like Bruce said, in college, you've got five good guys on a team. There's a bunch of other guys who just made the team on the NFL teams. All 11 players are good. And they
0: were all stars of, their, uh, of yeah. their college team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hmm. and it does like you said, certainly splitting. change it. I mean, the reality is, is that the defense were the stars of the show. But again, Judy, play this long. When your defense is constantly on the field because the offense can't get going, it wears out the oh, defense. Right, right. They end up playing a lot more, and when they go to the sideline, you know to catch a breather and get some Gatorade, like all of a sudden it's like, all right, you guys are back in. <laughs>
1: Come, I just sat down. Yeah, no, I just I sat it. down. And yeah. I'm sorry. So, uh, so we know the theory. They were blitzing them, whatever you call it, constantly. So now, why doesn't the coach then? Turn it around. Does the coach not see that? Why doesn't the coach at some point say, Oof. "All right, we're going to need to, we're going to have to keep people here. back. We're
0: going to have no, to run two something. tight ends. We're going to keep running backs in the backfield end. to, yeah, to try to protect Justin just, Fields."
1: Yeah, that whole game. It was something very stinky about it.
0: Uh, you're not going to hear an argument out of me. I, I I think it was really it was difficult to watch because again, your concern is long term. Is one game quarterbacks. Football players can't get hit that much and not be subject to an injury and not be subject to missing games. I mean, it's just the reality of it. It's why quarterbacks slide instead of getting hit. They're taught that. Don't get hit. Slide. Because you get hit enough times.
1: You're not the quarterback anymore. And by the way, Fields, when he first came here, said he thought the NFL was slow
0: yeah, to college I, I feeling, oh, really? so Yeah, I, his, yeah wow. not, I have a feeling. So I think his yeah. I have a feeling that. But uh, not
1: anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now he's like, what the
0: what? I, I was like, uh, yeah, that uh, possibly, just going out of Lynn there, Miles Garrett, uh, who s- sacked him, sacked him four, four and a half times, he might have said, every time he goes, slow now? <laughs> oh, Is you it, know there's some talk going slow. On. Yeah. How, how yeah. slow am I? Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because he was when in the, the backfield. Fast, hanging, can I get you faster? Oh, I don't think so. Hanging
0: off of Justin. I mean, they Fields were practically catching.
1: They were practically when they were punching the ball, getting the ball. I mean, they were just yeah. so quick.
0: They was quick. And
1: everyone and is to blame on that. team.
0: Everyone, look at that. And All fifty-three with that coach,
2: and
1: the coach, Nikki, Nikki, egregious. What was the other one?
0: There was a couple different I, words. You know, I'm going right. to have to Google later. A They're not words that NFL players and coaches <laughs> use.
3: Very I know that much. This was
0: an egregious performance. All the sports writers googling well, egregious. Is that is that an A or an E? Where do we start usually, that one with?
1: I don't like to care this much. I, I, I don't enjoy like watch. I much. enjoy watching the Bears every Sunday. I really, yeah. right. This was. I every time he got sacked, it was like I got punched. I mean, I could barely. you And I. But course, your concern
0: is long term. You you you're not going to develop as a quarterback. You're not going to get to the point where you can show your true skill set. If you're running for your life on every play. right? You see yeah. what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And this and is, I still, I, this just, has been played out in the NFL hundreds have, of
0: times. This is not new. Oh, yeah.
1: Because I don't understand it's, how it could go on that long. I just don't. When you're a football team, how do you, you should be stopping that or trying to stop it? They, it's not like it started to get harder and harder. They were, they were on My- him every single time. I mean, to no his credit, problem.
0: Miles Garrett is very, very good. He was number ninety-five. He kept running around mm-hmm. the end. He's he's very, very good. But he
1: doesn't do that every game.
0: Okay, so apparently other teams have figured out who's got ninety-five. Who's got number ninety-five? Let's
1: slow him down. And you just yell said his it. name.
0: Talk about his mother. Do something.
1: Yeah, he kept running around the end. Yes, you're he did. right. He I-, I saw the quicker. same play nine times. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Why did no one say, "Oh, hey"? Look what's going on here. Do you see that pattern? <laughs> I, you know what? I could be the coach. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Calling for Matt Nagy, just down. Well, over. listen,
0: there's no doubt that, and Bears fans know this, and by the way, Matt Nagy knows this too. This is make or break time. Mm-hmm. There, There's not going to be any more chances. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to have to show that he can bring this quarterback that they invested a ton in. Or they'll find somebody that can. I mean, I just, there's no choice. They're not going to be getting rid of Justin Fields. How's but, that? Uh, Coach you, is going to go before him.
1: But we said it earlier. He's he Maybe he shouldn't be in yet. It's not really his fault. He, I
0: think they think they don't have any options. I, I, although I would tell you, I would say, I thought hey, Nick the Foles, that the Nick Foles in, would have had a better yeah, probably, opportunity. Exactly, yeah. Only because he understands the pace of the game right. maybe a little better. And you keep bringing Justin Fields in slowly. But that's why Andy Dalton was brought in. To bring Justin Fields along slowly. Yeah. Well, it didn't look good, to say no. the
1: least. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe admit- me, I can't drink this much on Sunday. No, I'm just a, saying. Yeah, oh, come really on. Cool it's going to be a long yeah. season Who for me. Who are you me? kidding? Who are
0: you kidding? <laughs> Something a little bit scary out there that we had. You guys don't hear about train derailments very often. Well, and if they do, they're like the cargo uh, trains. You know, uh, They're not the passenger ones. But we had an Amtrak chain. By the way that originated in Chicago, mm-hmm. was headed to Seattle. It's called the Empire Builder. Is that route, Judy? Yeah. And somewhere in Montana. I say the middle of nowhere, Montana, but I've been there. It's all the middle of nowhere. We had a problem.
1: Yeah. Um, eight cars from that uh, Empire Builder train. I believe there were maybe ten cars on it. So okay. eight of those cars wow. jumped the tracks uh, near Joplin, Montana, and... Um, they, of course, the NTSB is now on the scene. Sure. Uh, nobody knows really what happened. Um, three people were killed, oh, wow. seven injured. I When you see those train, those cars on the side, so, they're just lying on their side. It's unbelievable. Now, you had mentioned earlier in your tease like it was in the middle of nowhere. I don't even know. Like, does that mean something? I guess you could have a derailment anywhere, right? I don't know what generally causes a derailment. Could yeah, be so I, many- I mean,
0: who knows why right? it did that? I, I, mean, I'm I know that it was, it was something
1: a- on the tracks, right? Yeah.
0: It was a challenge to get there. They, uh, you know, the rescue crews and stuff, because it's not like it happened a near lower. a city. You but know, I mean,
1: it's not like it was on an overpass or no. Or it looked like the area turn. that you
0: see is just kind of
1: Straight. tooling along right. through Montana. Yeah, that's what I f- I look at that and find that to be unusual. Well, you would
0: also assume at that area that it would be going kind of whatever it's max speed are. i think they go about 65 i think they're kind of limited in speed 60 mile an hour or yeah, whatever I'm
3: not sure it wasn't
0: it, it wasn't going through a station or it wasn't right. you know go, you're slowing down to go through a town it just speed
1: right I mean, along sometimes like if they veer off another tracks if they're over a bridge if i i in my head i'm going past all you know my career in news thinking about these derailments this one it's just a long stretch of nothing and the train rails. I've, I've
0: always thought, like, there is something romantic about trains.
1: Oh, I know. Isn't, okay, so it's not I just have, me. I have looked into going on this route.
0: So, if you get on this train, the Empire Builder, in Chicago, okay, you, you jump on board, Union Station, and you take it to Seattle, King Street Station. It's 46 hours is how long it takes.
1: How many days is that?
0: I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs>
1: Come on, Bruce, you know.
0: Now, you can get you can get a seat for 150 bucks. That's not horrible, but it's a seat for two days. Yeah. That's a so every time I look at it, I go, Oh, the price isn't too bad. And I look at the time and go, Who's got that kind of time? Again, if you have nothing but time, you're like, mm, it's going to take me two days to okay, get to Seattle. All
1: right, cool. The point is to look out the window, right? It's a train ride. It's like this... Like at
0: some point, though.
1: Yeah, well, you want to get a sleeping car. I was going to say, are you yeah. sitting in okay, a chair? Okay, well, if you, do you want, want that, that that's yeah. $1,000. I know, that's oh quite my. expensive. I, I was really... So that's I, I, I was did. like, whoa, it just I went w- from 150
0: to to $1,000. That escalated quickly. I
1: looked into it, and it was quite pricey. Yeah. Now, it... Oh, no, it is like you said it's the whole the whole a romance a romance it. of it you, you go to the dining car and maybe some other car where you just sit. i know what last time you i was wear on, a mask for two days oh, oh there it goes no i'm not right yeah yeah i'll wait on board mass transit I'll eat the whole time
3: I'm just eat and drink i'll drink the whole time yeah, we'll drink but last time. time
1: i was in an amtrak and i just went somewhere in illinois quick you know i don't glean or somewhere um they had this car that you could sit in and they had a huge picture window.
0: So you yeah, sat yeah, yeah. in
1: front of the window and watched And watched
0: the world go by. I'm
1: sorry, and it was only Illinois, but it was cool. So I you- really enjoyed it.
0: My dad, uh, uh Jose, as he w- would travel a lot. His his thing was when I lived in Los Angeles, my dad lived in Tucson. And he would come out to visit. And he would tell me every time found a new way to get to LA. From Tucson? <laughs> There's one flipping freeway. How the heck did you figure? You know, it's I-10, you know. How did you, you know. Well, I went through here and this. And so he was always looking for new ways to get places. And he told me, he goes, you know, I took I took the train. He goes, I, I, I took the train once to L.A. I had to go pick him up at the bleeping train station. And he said, it goes through places the roads don't go. You see all kinds of things. And, and that right. gets to your point, Judy, that you see it. Now, I did take the train from Washington, D.C. to New York. Here's the problem. You do get to see things that you don't normally see. You just see the back of buildings, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, the roads over there are the front of it. All I'm doing is seeing, the you know, where they leave the dumpsters. You know, <laughs> I'm like, really? All of New Jersey apparently is brick buildings with dumpsters behind yeah. it. Yeah, well, far I, as I, I think tell.
1: it'd be different going through a city than, you know, the plains or or as they describe this, you know, uh, you experience the rugged splendor of the American West. Yeah, basically, that means nothing.
0: Listen with. And not to make light of it, it this is the, the, the train derailment. Three people were killed in this derailment because, again, you're not wearing seatbelts on a train. No. Uh, I mean, I don't mean to be obvious. In the, if you've never been obvious, it's not going to be seatbelts. Um, and so when the train derails, you can be thrown about relatively easily. I'm, 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 I'm assuming. I've never been in a train derailment, thankfully. We'll continue to update you as uh, more information. I know a lot of people were injured as well. Again, you can imagine. Yeah. You're sitting or standing on a train and all of a sudden it goes flying off the tracks, lands on its side, sliding through the, you know, the brush, uh, you know, a lot of, lot of serious injuries out there. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and again, being such a remote, relatively remote area, I know that one of the, the challenges was getting rescuers out there, being able to treat people quickly, uh, because they had to go so far just to get to yeah. where this, this train is lying on its side there. So. We'll keep you updated on that. Uh, still time for our criminal of the day, though. And I'm going to give a shout-out to Matthew Williamson of Pleasant Grove, Alabama, oh. who, like me, just wants to sleep on a bed of chicken nuggets. <laughs> but unlike me, added meth to his. Oh. Allegedly,
3: <laughs>
0: Williamson stole a car, broke into the concession stand at the Pleasant Grove Athletic Complex, stole a large quantity of snacks, and went up to the press box to have a nap. <laughs> That's where police discovered Matthew, in their words, quote, amongst piles of chicken nuggets, chips, and candy. Oh, (laughs) and meth. Ah. Um, Did I mention the crime spree began within two hours of him being released from jail for breaking into a car and stealing its contents? Well, (laughs) it did. Again, because meth, right? Uh. Williamson was charged with a variety of crimes, from car theft to possession to breaking and entering to burglarizing the snack bar of its delicious treats. So for living my dream of sleeping on a bed of chicken nuggets, but ruining that dream by stealing them and adding meth, you, Matthew Williamson, are the Bruce St. James Show criminal of the day. All suspects described above should be considered innocent until found guilty in a court of law, no matter how crazy they are. Seriously, Matthew. Just ruining it, <laughs> ruining my dream yeah. of uh, of sleeping on a bed of chicken nuggets.
1: <sighs> right, you can do it without meth.
2: Right? You can do I'm it without sure. meth. Unlikely,
0: yeah. you wouldn't, but you you could. Good, right. I think you is part
2: fillet of it. Chick A sauce would be a lot better than meth, <sighs> right? <laughs> Lather yourself in. Yeah, oh,
0: oh, goodness.
1: all right. I think we should stop there. <laughs>
0: And a good morning to you. A happy Monday. We're going to jump into the 6 o'clock hour, taking a look at the big stories that people are talking about. Cheese, you can kick
3: it off.
2: Yeah, well, the Bears didn't fare so well. A couple of other nice. NFL teams had record-setting days, so it wasn't a bad weekend for football fans, only a
1: bad weekend for Bears fans. Judy? Hmm. Well, looks like it doesn't have the votes. House Speaker Pelosi may not bring that bipartisan infrastructure bill to the floor today as she said she would, but... She does say that the $1 trillion bill will be passed this week. Bruce? Six weeks
0: of testimony, 50 witnesses, hours upon hours of arguments. The fate of R&B singer R. Kelly is in the hands of the jury now. They could come back with a verdict at any time on the Variety of charges, uh, uh, basically going after men. It's a criminal enterprise, running a criminal enterprise wow. involving sex trafficking and whatnot. All right, um, you know the the broken record continues. It was a another violent, violent weekend in Chicago. I guess we have to run run down the numbers. You know,
1: um, yes, my computer just locked up. I
2: believe six dead.
1: Yeah, you 40,
0: know what? Yeah, It's going to be near 50. Fatally. Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah, another. Every a, single
0: weekend. Yeah. I mean, it, it almost sounds like a broken record. I, I can certainly acknowledge that. Um, you know, there, there, one of the things that stood out, and, and, and there is an apathy to it. And there is a us and them. And I get it. Again, last weekend, uh, I was, uh, we were racing in Ohio. And, you know, these are people I don't see usually, you know, bump into them. Hey, how's Chicago? Yeah. I go, it's great. Get shot at late. I mean, it's almost like the next thing people say, you know, that it's a joke. And then they follow up with, no, seriously, like, are you, do you feel sick And I go, yeah, I, I yeah.
3: I live in we, Strainerville,
0: for the love of God. You know, it's not the Wild West. There are areas and neighborhoods. I feel like I have to explain it to everybody. It's areas and neighborhoods. There's really a lot yeah, of crime. Yeah, we
1: don't, we in the Chicago area don't talk like that, ever. We don't say, ooh, you know. Right. We know it happens. But we know it's here.
0: It it's, is it's the a,
2: It's like perception. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, sadly, you know, sh- Chicago is less famous for deep dish pizza the Cubs and being the Windy City and violence is becoming its brand, if you will. And that's not a good thing for anybody because it does impact things. Um, Rex Hupke wrote about this in uh, in the trip, but I thought it was interesting. And he was talking about, you know, the new tourism slogans that we should have. Please excuse our violence. We certainly do. Oof.
1: Ouch. Welcome to Chicago. This is really sad, and nobody is doing anything about it. Enjoy Navy Pier. <laughs> the the sad reality is,
0: come visit. You probably won't get killed. Don't miss the Mag Mile.
1: Tourists do come, and they don't generally get killed. No, and so life but goes on.
0: You got to believe that some aren't. You got to believe that some people are hesitant. Some people are concerned, and there appears to be a lot of lip service to ending violence, addressing violence in these areas where it is. But nothing is changing. It's getting worse, not better.
1: You have the community, you know, screaming, let's do something. You have the police. We've got to do something. You have the mayor. We've got to do something. Around and around we go.
0: You know, I I, I saw something and it kind of struck me as, I don't know if you remember, we we talked about like, I'm going to, just follow me on this path. After 9-11, you know, we can't cancel these things because then the terrorists win, right? You can't, we got to go about our normal lives. Didn't President Bush, like, you can get back out and shopping Mm -hmm. and and travel. You got to do this or else, why? Well, the terrorists win. We can't let the terrorists win. Well, if you think of crime in Chicago, are we letting the terrorists win? Are we letting them win when we do things like cancel football games? Because we're concerned about violence at them? Because that's what happened uh, over the weekend, uh, uh, Simeon. Oh, yeah. They, they played on Saturday, Simeon versus Phillips, and they didn't have any fans in the stands. Not because of COVID, but because of fears of violence.
1: Well, two Simeon students were
0: killed I'm not, I don't and shot dead not uh, at the school. in the days preceding See, it. My, my, okay, so we're letting the terrorists win. Whoever's committing these crimes is now making you can't go to a high school football game. The terrorists are winning. You're letting the terrorists win. Hey, Rob, in Evergreen Park, have you, have you seen the change in kind of what Chicago's famous for?
4: Yeah, I mean, like, when you when I used to travel overseas, it was always the first thing a foreigner would say, oh, you're from Chicago, Al Capone, boom, boom. Ah, Al Capone. And then it, then it morphed into, you know, uh, Chicago, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Hey. And now we've gone back to the first one, but it's yeah. not mentioning Al Capone. It's just boom, boom. Yeah.
0: No, you're you're 100 right. You're absolutely. It is interesting. Yeah, can we go back to the Michael Jordan days? No kidding, like that was a I, that was a <laughs> a heck of a lot better image for the city. You know, champion and winner. Well, and best it won't edit. be Justin
1: Fields right now. Well, so. Let's go out of the way
0: there. So you know, and and like you mentioned, it, there's always some story that stands out. There's always something where you're like, wow. Um, sometimes it's the tragedy of, you know, an infant or a child being struck, right? This weekend, a paramedic working on a patient inside the front door of the emergency room was shot at and struck. Serious? Somebody pulled up and began shooting up the front of the hospital. I I would say, obviously targeting, Judy, the patient. uh, Oh, I say obviously. I mean, in this day and age, I guess. But I'm assuming. Yeah, we don't know.
1: But, yeah, they could have been targeting the patient, which then begs the question, why would... Are you going to hesitate now when when you're out in the street, especially, to even administer to someone? Because you don't know. Well,
0: they can't. I know that. But, you know, it's got to be in the back of their heads. Yeah. It's got to be.
1: This someone shoots inside an ER. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, shooting at them. And, and, uh, uh I guess the good news is, is that the, uh, um, the paramedic, uh, is not, um, seriously, seriously injured.
1: Yeah, I think it hit it. He was wearing a baseball cap. It hit the bill of his hat. Maybe, you know, he was injured. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing, not that, not that okay. getting,
0: not that getting the bill of your hat hit isn't terrifying enough, yeah. right? I mean, good. I think, grief. And,
1: and another important fact is there is no one in custody. That's all always say after all these shootings, there's no one in custody. There's no one. In, it's just
0: yeah. And this was, and was it. This was, was at uh, Stroger. 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 Stroger Hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Stroger Hospital. Yeah. That's our
1: county hospital. Where
0: somebody literally mm-hmm. pulls up and shoots up the. You know, you've seen the emergency room. The, the, yeah. the sliding glass, uh, you know, windows of that. While they are attending to a patient in the emergency, I mean room. that
1: might be the first time I've heard that a yeah. shooting. Well, because well, every week now, there's something like. Well, I was going to say it's going to happen again.
0: That's new, you, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, if you just tell me, oh, there was another shooting on a street corner. Heard that. Been there, done that. You know, there was another one. Okay, yeah, I get that. Really, they shot up the emergency room.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about that when we think about how to quell the violence in Chicago. It is so bad that these people with guns think they think it's okay so to drive emboldened up, emboldened and shoot through an ER door yeah so uh where
0: are we with the whole booster shot i will admit that i am someone who uh having having gotten when did we get our
1: March. You were March? March? Were we
0: April? Because Cheese and I... I think we're your March. One, we were okay. hanging and we out were at the Walgreens in Lansing, yeah.
3: you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. Oh, she was a piece of work. Um, but uh, I think we're coming up on being eligible, potentially, for the booster. And there's still, to me, a bit of a debate kind of... Yeah, of, we're
1: not getting the booster. Who's we? We're over 65. Maybe you, not me. Um, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, and then uh, with or with the health condition or like a frontline worker. That's right now. Okay. So not not everyone.
0: Kind of we're back to the, the what was that, the 1A or whatever, you know, kind of the oh, the most Numbers vulnerable. Remember letters, that? Yeah. Remember that? It was yeah. like January, right?
1: If it's, if it's a color, I, I would know. It's, oh,
0: on the Skittle yeah. scale. Well, joining us right now is ABC News Senior Investigative Reporter, Aaron Katursky. Aaron, good morning. Good morning to you excellent to have you on with us uh, and i know that the uh, the head of pfizer the, uh, the 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 company the drug company was speaking specifically about these boosters
5: well he said over the weekend that it's certainly possible to give boosters and to give primary doses to other people he said there's no either or uh, he says america can do both and pfizer can supply both uh, and and he really had an optimism uh, when he uh, spoke to us on this week over the weekend, that, um, you know, punctuates what's become a protracted, rather hot-button issue among the scientific community over who needs a booster and, and when. Uh, but we know that the, uh, the Centers for Disease Control and the FDA have signed off on third Pfizer dose for seniors and some other medically vulnerable Americans. Uh, that can start six months after their second dose of the vaccine. So, uh, you know, millions of Americans are eligible now and and booster shots have already been given.
1: And are we to um, assume that then somewhere down the road after that will be everyone will get a booster? I
5: think so. I I think at some point it's fair to say that everyone is going to uh, to to be eligible for a booster shot because we know that immunity eventually wanes uh, with with vaccines where scientists were kind of divided is, is who needs them immediately. And and there was consensus that those with compromised immune systems probably need them. And Mm -hmm. those that are are a bit older probably need them. Um, But there was a real split as to, to whether an otherwise healthy, say 20 something teacher or 30 something health worker actually needed one. Yes. Their job probably puts them at additional risk of exposure to COVID-19 but um, the the scientists say the vaccines are actually holding up pretty well, uh, not just Pfizer, but Moderna and Johnson and Johnson too, even in the face of the Delta variant. So there was some skepticism whether the science suggested that the um, that a booster was needed, you know, now for everybody. And, and ultimately, the, the CDC said. You know, the seniors and some medically vulnerable and, and even some some frontline health workers, but left a little wiggle room there.
0: We're talking to Aaron Kotersky, ABC News senior investigative reporter uh on the concept of or at least the, the proposal moving forward of booster shots for the for for COVID. Uh So I can't be the only one, though, Aaron, that seems a little unclear on it i I here's what I don't fully understand, and I don't know if you're gonna be able to answer it for me. Will a booster dramatically increase my ability to fight it off, or are these just incremental things am I because I'm vaccinated now um I'm already protected to a certain extent. And if I do contract COVID, which is still a potential, my chance of being in an ICU or on a ventilator is minuscule because of the vaccination. I still don't understand if I actually need one moving forward. Is it, I'm trying to get to a hundred percent or am I in the nineties and I'm still pretty good?
5: Yeah. Well, and, and it's a good point because I think there is, um, there's a real question about w- w- how much this immunity um, ultimately wanes uh, and for whom and when, it, you know, and, and, and it depends. I think uh, it's different for different people. There's also a question as to how long your, you know, your, your topped up immunity would, would last once you do get the booster shot. That's a sort of an unknown question. But Pfizer saying that the third shot does provide more robust protection than just leaving it at, uh, at two doses after six months. Now that's going to vary depending on your, your age your sure. health. Um, but I, 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 don't think we fully know yet because the boosters are just being given. Um, so the, the idea that, um, we're going to have a firm answer on that, I think is, is a bit, is a bit far off Without a doubt. The, 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 the companies that are, um, you know, that have done some of their, their own work and, and the data hasn't necessarily always been peer reviewed, but they, Um, They certainly have found that there's no harm in a booster and that it does, it does significantly kind of, uh, uh, you know, bump up your antibodies and, and, you know, but antibodies are just part of the, you know, part of the the equation overall picture and, and of it. Right. I think that's why there was some debate in the scientific community as to exactly who needs this yeah well hey, and, we're, and
1: we're also hearing of course that we might get it every year you know there'll be just, a just like the flu shot it'll just be, become yep, normal it'll just be another vaccine
5: Aaron, appreciate well, we, and we oh, don't please. i mean and and pfizer by the way the pfizer ceo said he he predicts that annual vaccinations will be um will be the norm but mm. he he conceded you know we don't know yet um and you know you have to wait and see the have to wait and see the data um but there, you know the, we all know the consensus is get vaccinated at least one you know one regimen of, of whatever the yeah. vaccine you end up getting that's going to make the, the biggest difference whether boosters are, are ultimately going to um you know going to be the end all be all we're, we're we're not sure that's the case
0: jury's still out aaron thank you for your time this morning thanks guys he's aaron katerski, abc news senior investigative reporter Maybe you're still licking your wounds from the Bears. <laughs> uh, hopefully you have the White Sox to fall back on. Maybe if uh, if you're a, a sports aficionado. You certainly don't have the Cubs to fall back on. Uh, but have you been out shopping lately? We've gone from places. Get, let me give you an example. And maybe it's just by luck. And I'm not meaning to pick on them specifically. Yes, I am. Home Depot. Every time I go to the Home Depot, I'm not sure anybody actually works there. They even have the self checkout now at Home Depot to the point that I think I could wander through the entire store and never see anyone wearing one of those little orange smocks. As far as I know, nobody works there. Some guy shows up in the morning, like 6 a.m., unlocks the door, comes back at night and locks it back up. That's as far as I know how the place works. But partly nowadays, There is a worker shortage. You've seen that everywhere. I see the signs constantly. Now hiring, 17 an hour, uh, pay daily, uh, benefits, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's affecting retail.
1: Every store I go to has a, uh, uh, for, uh, most wanted wanted. sign. Yeah, most Most wanted. wanted (laughs) Help wanted, yes. It's Um, Jesus'
0: picture on all of them. Every single (laughs) store. (laughs) Hello.
1: And, uh, so this weekend I went to the dollar store. Okay, TG. because I mm-hmm. wanted sunflower seeds. Okay, oh, that's all the, I wanted. I didn't know that's Just where sunfl- you get them. I okay, do, now I know they're a dollar.
0: They're, hence the term.
1: The lines were so incredible. The lines
0: at the dollar I, store. I
1: was ever. We were all looking at each other like, "What is?" And I, I guess I don't go there that often, and especially on a Saturday. But I couldn't. But and of course I stayed in line the whole time. It took twenty minutes. It's not even like there weren't there were at least three registers open. It was just incredible. So people are out shopping. A, that's mm-hmm, a good thing. Mm-hmm. But B, not the nearly point enough.
0: Is the the checkout line?
1: It is crazy. Well, it's also what you said. Although I have to say, I went to Home Depot this weekend and, and someone helped me. So you did find forehead. somebody, uh, and I was buying a door, so I really a needed door. help. Yes, and I got help. You found a human, but he may have been the only. You're right. He may have been the only one there because everyone was coming up to ask him questions, and I was like, right. Oh, When you get a hold of, exactly, you get a hold of the one guy at home, (laughs) you don't let him go. But you know what? You don't let him go. I've noticed, this is, that is so funny you bring that up. In the past, people would, of course, stand there and wait. No, they just come right up because there's no one working. So when they see someone, they don't care if he's helping someone else. They go right up and ask him the question where I'm like, hey, (laughs) dude, me here first with the door. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Me here first (laughs)
0: with the door. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just which i'm going back to get today and i don't need his help anymore so but yes Allegedly. it's i mean the so i think uh, uh maybe more so than you guys i i tend to shop more probably just and go to the store whatever the grocery store the the dollar store um you know i went to the mall i think just in the past few days it is incredible okay i was at a really big very well-known retailer what does it what? rhyme with A.C.
0: Rhymes with A.C.'s. <laughs> Got it. Okay, no, it's a good. We the whole thing
1: without one letter? Rhymes okay. with A.C.'s. In a, in a mall, in a big mall. In a mall. Yeah, in Schaumburg. I wanted to buy a pair of shoes. I waited for a good 15 minutes. Other people were around, and I finally said to the other people, is there anyone working here? And this guy said, I, I've been here a half hour. Oh, and my like, God. Well, yeah, I put the shoe on, and I walked away. There was no one in the shoe department if you, at Macy's. Uh, in if you just Woodfield. leave
0: with the shoes, someone will stop you. And you go, "Great, are you shoplifting?" No, I'm trying to pay for them now. I got yeah. you here.
1: Here's the problem, Bruce. There's only one shoe. You need <laughs> to get oh, the yeah. other shoe well, unless back unless tomorrow. You're I would have put them right on and out. Unless you're one
0: legged, I was gonna say yeah. you could do it. Hey, Terry, uh, Hoffman Estate. You, how long you been in the retail biz? 56 years. Okay, so you've hey, seen, nice. my guess is you've seen ups and downs, some some changes, if you will. Where are we now?
6: Right now, it says we're in the worst condition we've ever been in and as far as retail for operating the stores or whatnot. You have people who have been on unemployment and extra benefits from the government, mm-hmm. so they're fat and sassy sitting at home. The other problem is what people don't realize. When you're coming into a store waiting in those lines, the people that are working they're tired. I mean, people are really tired. They've had masks on. Stretched stretch thin, right? Really stretched thin. And, you know, you're breathing your own self, plus you get angry people that come in, and they want to be serviced in and out fast. People don't want to work because mm. you know, the media in general has feared enough from the both as far as uh, administrations. And it's like, stay home. Don't come here. Don't come there. It's it's really – it, people just don't want to come in. And you can pay them $20 an hour. Then they say, I don't want to work at night. I don't want to work weekends. Really? I I so he,
0: are uh, you saying yeah. it's not even a matter, a matter of hourly wage, that there's some people who just no. don't want to do that job well, anymore? What is it,
1: what is it uniquely yeah. about retail, do you think, that people do, really don't want to work in retail miserable anymore? Because it's right now? <laughs> is that it,
6: it? It used to be fun to have some fun in there, but now you're getting just people coming mm. in from the, up, on the outside – the majority of them are decent, which is great, but some of them just are still so demanding they'll look at you and they'll say, "Well, I'm going to take a survey and I'm going to give you a zero or a two or a four when people are stretching to come with sevens and tens yeah and it just it, it so just be nice to people out there in retail that's like important said, this is the worst I've ever seen people not wanting to come back to work
0: okay. Hey Terry I I appreciate the insight into that. You know I I want to say I, and I might have seen it on social media but I'm I'm almost positive I saw it on the, on a store and it said um Please be kind to our employees. These are the ones that showed up. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like these are the ones like yes, we're short staffed. Yes, people are stretched thin. It's a conversation we had last week. I it's why I over tip. I know that there aren't a lot of people yeah. there. I'm 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 appreciative. And you know what? If it takes me a little longer to get my water filled, or it takes me a little longer for someone to run in the back and grab something, I'm I'm actually not the one pushing. I'm
1: I'm cool. I'm good. I was just thinking though, like at the dollar store, everything's a dollar. I've so
0: heard.
1: just instead That's of, why I go to the 99 of, cent ding, store. Ding,
0: ding, I'm ding, a smarter shopper of, than Judy.
3: <laughs> instead of
1: scanning everything, count it out right away. Oh, $10. No, but seriously, when I did get up finally to the cashier, she was quick. And I, I was like, thank you. I mean, and I made sure to really be pronounce it because it is true. And I have to remind myself, even I, I'm out there a lot that there are hardly any workers. So the ones who are working, they need to be treated well.
0: They're the only ones who showed up. Robert in uh, Shorewood. Shorewood, what's your uh, impression? What do you see? I'm a Gen
4: Xer. I was born in 1979. I've worked two jobs since I got out of high school. I made the mistake and didn't go to college, but that's fine. (laughs) The problem is, is, and I have to say this, pretty much baby boomers do not realize this, is that wages have been suppressed for about 20-plus years. Mm -hmm. I tip my hat to these kids. I mean, how is 825 or even 10 or even let's be honest, even 15 a livable wage when it's $1200 for a one bedroom apartment? I mean, it's outrageous. Corporate America is doing awesome in this country. And don't tell me about capitalism and socialism. I am not a socialist. Mm-hmm. I've worked every day of my life. I've been working since I was 8 years old. But to sit here and act like there's a livable wage in this country When corporate America is making billions, corporate America did great during 2020. I live in Shorewood, Illinois. I moved out of Crook County. I got tired of it. (laughs) And I'm watching all these family-owned businesses just die. Yeah, Yeah. Die to the wayside. And nobody cares. Nobody's doing anything about it. It's frustrating. All they care about is the profits. And as long as the machine keeps rolling, I tip my hat to these young kids that are literally saying, we're not going to be part of it. We'll sit. We'll turn around and move back home, mm-hmm. and not be part
3: of the machine. Interesting.
0: No, mm-hmm. hey, Robert, I I, yeah, I hear what, what, what you're saying. Take, yeah. No, and and that there's a, what he's saying is there's a whole mindset mm-hmm. of why would I go and nose to the grindstone at some meaningless dead end job?
1: Yep. Yeah. Why?
0: Why would? Why, why start our, down that path? Right,
1: our mindset was we have you have to work. You, you have, have to. to. I still say that to my kids. You yeah. know, we're good, where they're like. No, I'm not going to work that crappy job. Forget it. I'll wait. Because I can.
0: And because he can.
1: And that corporate America thing he was talking about is true, too. Like, my boys are very anti-corporate America. You know, those fat cats, they can have all of the. I'm not going to go work for them. I don't want to be part of that. There is
0: an argument. And and again, I I, I sincerely appreciate Robert's call. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But is every job supposed to be a livable wage job? Like, like, when I started working, there was no, uh, you know. I was a teenager. Yeah. I wasn't looking for a livable wage. Well, um,
1: it I was looking now. for gas money. You want, you know? Yeah, exactly. yeah but if you want workers, yeah. You just, yeah, that's where we're at now.
0: A happy Monday. It's Bruce, Judy, and Cheese. And, uh, Britney Spears has been in the news for everything but music, uh, lately, right? Heck, I'm, I'm going to assume that there is a generation <laughs> of kids growing up that don't know she used to sing. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> she's kind of this celebrity for celebrity's sake. And with the rash of, um, Stories, court cases. Uh, there was the documentary called "Framing Britney Spears," which which came out a while ago. Well, a new one dropped from the same people that did that. They kind of did a follow up uh, called "Controlling Britney Spears," hmm. and I got to tell very you,
1: very aptly named,
0: without a doubt, yeah. that some of the details and. These are not allegations, there's evidence, I guess you could say, of how this conservatorship works are stunning. Again, she was deemed by a court, by a judge, that she was not competent and capable enough to run her own life. Her father, who she didn't even get along with, was appointed her uh, a conservator. And the things that he did that, as of right now, appear to be
1: legal are shocking. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Well, he hired a security company, Black Box Security. Yeah, they were with her every second of her life, twenty-four-seven. Now, I'm sorry if you're if you have a conservative ship because someone has a mental breakdown, it has mental issues. You hire a security company. Why don't you hire some mental health officials to to go around with her? There's an argument
0: they didn't want her to get better
1: well <laughs> right, i think so right it, it, and they there just there was a money train yeah here. they just they watched her every second it's appalling this, when you read this
0: this security company even oh, took sucks. over control of her medications and she would get a uh an envelope every day from yeah. the security company of here's the pills Again, you need to take
1: your meds a security guard is handing you your meds This it's like she, I mean, literally was behind bars her whole life that, you know, she she was in a prison for that entire part of her life. No, no mental health people to help her out. All security people. They 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 didn't even tap her phone. That's such a stupid thing to say. They gave her like a phone that she could only make phone calls with. They couldn't do anything else. They
0: they had dis, you know, I I say disabled or purchased. You couldn't text on it. it Had no internet access. So she was given, quote unquote, given a cell phone that you could only make phone calls on. Which, by the way, they monitored.
1: Yeah, monitor. How can that be legal?
0: They bugged her bedroom and bathroom so they could listen in on any conversation that she was having. When she eventually did get a, a phone that had, like, text messaging capability, they had a mirror, uh, it, it called mirroring, yeah. Yeah. so every they time she typed something, and, yep. they could see what she was typing.
1: And by this time, they had already gotten rid of any people who were interested in her mental health, any of her friends or family who had any stake in trying to, you know, make her better or get her out of that situation. They had already taken care of that. They had already... We-
0: we know about this because an employee of the security company, mm-hmm. basically, is the whistleblower, and took kept copies some, of yeah, this stuff. Kept
1: the audio. He says he has
0: 180 hours of audio footage from the bugging devices that they placed around her. He has a variety of other documents, and even he says, "I'm not sure if it was legal. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, but he was uncomfortable." doing it. He likened it to her being a prisoner and him being a prison warden.
1: He said ethically it was just one big mess. He made a copy of the audio and kept it.
0: Whenever she would befriend people, especially men, they would, the security company, would investigate them, their backgrounds, and they would have to sign non-disclosure agreements. She knew nothing about that. They were doing basically background checks on everybody they her father and the security company allegedly as well also tried to get rid of her old group of friends if you will and blocked her access to them lied to her in some way shape or form oh so and so done not yeah, want Yeah she to you doesn't
1: want you to come on the tour like one of her right. best friends was her wardrobe yeah. person and oh she doesn't that want
0: That wasn't true they yeah, were being they- kept wow. away from yeah. her and they say the 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 concern was, and this, again, from the security guy who's the whistleblower, and again, it's all in the documentary controlling, uh, Britney Spears, it's on, uh, Hulu now. Um, he said she had a, Support system of some sort. When she was having difficult times, she had mm-hmm. people she could reach out to. How does he know? He was listening to everything she was doing, Jeez. and he says her father, under their or- under the orders, yeah. got rid of everybody Fully in her circle. Surely
1: chipped away who, at it.
0: Who was any sort of a support to her?
1: Yeah, she had nothing and no one. I mean, she was a cash cow. That's all she was.
0: They even knew about, and this is something that producer Miranda needs to be we aware of. They were very aware of the Free Britney movement, the hashtag Free Britney. And members of this security company infiltrated online discussions, protests, et cetera, um, and so that they would have um, uh, intelligence information from what the Free Britney movement was up to.
1: They have your name, Miranda. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you put that sign in your car. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm. You were followed one day, and they got your license plate and your name. And again,
0: maybe the most disturbing part of all this is, it might be legal under mm. a conservatorship. It's, it's a We're going to find out. How's that? I mean, I think yeah, we're going to find out pretty plan. darn fast how legal it was. Hey, good morning to you and a happy Monday. We'll jump into our 7 o'clock hour taking a look at the big stories people are talking about. Judy, will start us off.
1: Well, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi may not bring that bipartisan infrastructure bill to the floor today, as she said she would. Appears it doesn't have the votes,
0: Bruce. Mm. Investigators are looking into the Amtrak derailment of the Empire Builder train. That is the route that goes from Chicago to Seattle. Three people were killed when the train jumped the tracks in Montana. Cheese.
2: Oh, man. Well, the Bears didn't fare so well yesterday. But across the NFL, there were a couple record-setting plays.
1: Yeah. Not from the Bears. No. Mm-hmm. What other team? Well, there were some records for the Bears. Sad <laughs> ones. Gave
0: yeah. up the
2: most sacks. And, you know, yeah,
0: no, no
1: yards. Yeah, whatever.
0: You say record. Can I point something out that is frustrating? Okay. They kicked the longest field goal in NFL history. Who did? Baltimore. Hmm. Justin Tucker. Yeah. His field goal was 19 yards longer than the Bears' offense gained. I'm
2: just throwing
3: oh. that out there. Oh, my <laughs>
0: I'm just saying. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs>
2: One man be the complete Bears offense. Is O'Hare the worst airport?
0: What curve are we grading on? You know, I've always I fly a lot, and I've always said it, it, O'Hare has its challenges. Not going to lie, but hell, we're not Newark. Has anybody ever flown in and out of Newark? No, it's like landing in nineteen seventy-seven. It is amazing <laughs> the amount of linoleum and uh, uh, yellow-colored uh, the uh, f- the roofing they do. That kind of spray-on oh, thing, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I'm like I have gone back in time. It is unreal. They have touched a thing in that airport in forever. But O'Hare recently in, in a poll of, of, of travelers it didn't fare so well might be a nice way to put well,
1: it and I don't I you know what I don't fly enough I guess I don't understand why it scored so poorly um it fell to dead last in yeah, the latest annual ranking of the 20 largest US airports and uh what customers said uh, what they cited for their frustrations um flight delays, gate yep. shortages, There's cramped that. concourses a little bit of that long walks between connecting flights Huge. and a, this is my favorite a people mover that never moves there is that uh, I, it's all the
0: time it's not working it's yeah. not working
1: it's too, oh it's and it's too big. get those you know all the airports have those um people movers that are actually on tracks that trains you know they take you from one to the next yeah. Whatever they're, they're called, people movers, I think. Or yeah,
0: yeah. Or a or, a tram or something, Trans, or, yeah. There you go. There you go. Dallas so has one. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Goes Atlanta, from all the different ones. Atlanta Florida. has one. You're I mean,
1: everywhere yeah. I go, yeah. But otherwise, I think O'Hare is fine, but I'm not a frequent traveler.
0: Yeah. William, in justice, what do you think of O'Hare?
4: Uh, not much.
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: uh, not much and not often. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, I, I prefer Midway because you know what? It's easier in, easier out. Cell phone parking lot is easy to find, and you can get right in and right out. O'Hare, you, you're stuck in a, a, a turntable. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, you're messed up if you go up there, O'Hare or uh, uh,
0: Listen, I, I can't argue with you, William. Sadly, it is. It's I have to fly out of it, and that's yeah. where I go. I will tell you, the, the weather is an issue. You know that that is an airport where weather delays get compounded. All right. Mm-hmm. So I can acknowledge that I found that out last winter, you know, um, flying in yeah. or, 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 or back in, uh, to Chicago that it can be a challenge yeah. being nice. Um, and it is, it is a, a long walk. Now, <laughs> you might laugh at this. I'm like, well, at least I'll get my steps in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. like that, a trip to O'Hare, is, I'm going to guarantee myself five thousand steps at least. You yeah. know, just to get around uh, the airport.
7: I
1: mean, you don't realize how long mm. it is until you're on your way, and you're like, when, what? "Am I not there yet?" When,
7: I, when's the last time gone. you've been to Denver's airport? Yes, that the Denver thing has the moving,
1: the
0: moving sidewalks in the middle. At <sighs> least they've it's, got the people uh, movers.
7: No, no, you can no. ride it's
0: Just along. one long terminal. It, it is, makes no sense. It
4: is All a
1: right, pretty I, long place. Um, I'm not going to lie. The airport i flew into in huatuco mexico was outside yeah it was like one of those one of those big things called well, not they're not usually big but little with the huts with the little thatch roofs there. Hut? it was a huge one that was the airport okay i mean they had tables where they were checking through our stuff folding uh, security folding, folding, folding tables, tables yeah. okay. And the wow. stench well, that's incredible. So, I'm Just, kidding. I so, I, I, you know, O'Hare's <laughs> looking good. I think O'Hare's a good one. The only York.
2: problem I have with O'Hare, and I've been there a couple times in the last month, dropping mm-hmm. uh, my kids off, and then I flew out one time. The construction right now oh my God. has Never got ended. O'Hare yeah. Never so messed up. Yeah, Can, it's parking lots closed. Can I point out
0: something? It's that? horrid. I don't know if you saw the headline, that they completed the runway. Mm-hmm. Exp- yeah. It was a 16-year project. Yeah. It didn't take them 16 years to build, O'Hare. It took them yeah. 16 years to expand the runway? Yeah. yeah.
2: It's been going forever. Who are
0: you people? That's yeah. got to be now a union the, job. That's a union job.
2: The, right? the parking lot, like building construction. Yeah. It's oh, hard my gosh. To, I,
0: I would say my biggest issue is it's so hard to get in and out. Yeah. yeah. When there hard is not
1: construction when every on a perfect day, it's, it's good, O'Hare. But... When's constru- that been? Yeah, I, I can't so, remember.
0: 1974 yeah, and, and was a hell of like a year our, for. O'Hare. Like our listener
1: said, <laughs> Midway is so much better. The smaller oh airports are gosh, easier to get
0: out of. Then yeah. again, though, you're, you've you got the issue of, it's not flying where I want to fly to. Yeah. So, um, you know, we recently uh, they increased the, let's let's go from the airport to inside the plane. How's that? They increased the fines for unruly passengers. It was like, 500 bucks or something. I don't know. And people are getting charged with, with crimes, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought this was interesting in a bad way. Delta Airlines has a list of people who have been kicked off of planes, who have fought with uh, flight attendants or other passengers, who have uh, for whatever, mostly around ma- refused to wear their mask, got kicked out, right? Denied boarding. Delta said, and I didn't know this, you know, the other airlines don't have our list and we don't have theirs. So we kicked somebody off of Delta. They just don't go down ah. and get on the United plane. And I was like, I, I would, I thought they would have shared that like, do not let this lunatic yeah. on your plane. Yeah. No. And the reality is many people could care less what the color of the plane is or what it says on the side. They fly who has the cheapest flight. Right. right. What do you care? And so that these people who have been unruly, causing trouble, just get to go on another airplane and cause trouble.
1: Hundred passengers yeah. just on Delta's list. But that's list. just Delta's wow. list. And
0: Delta's list is different than United's list, which is different from America's mm-hmm. list, which is different from Southwest's list. They all have lists. And shouldn't they share them? Shouldn't you? If you are Why a jackhole yeah. on a Delta flight, huh. that- Delta I mean, if I'm if I'm united, I'm like, well, we prefer not to have you on ours as well. Yeah. And if
1: there's some issue with competition between the airlines, then how about you just give everything to the FAA? And then the FAA can, they can, you know, supply that list and say, okay, all you airlines, here is our list from all of you airlines giving us the passengers. So now here's the no-fly passenger list. Yeah. Let the FAA handle it then. But well, yeah, they shouldn't be able to fly at all.
0: I, I think there's a certain argument to be made that, yeah. And you, if you, you
1: make a plane land,
0: you could, oh, oh, for God's right, yeah. I yeah. think I mean, you go to jail. They, I mean, they, they handcuff people. Right, I've seen them taken off in cuffs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they bail out and do they get on another plane?
0: See, but I think there's a difference. So hold on. There's a difference between the cops come on to the plane, put you in cuffs, take you out, and they charge you with something. I think you go on the, government snowfly list. list. If you show up at the gate and they say, you got to put your mask on. And they say, well, we're just not letting you on the plane. And you just wander off. They're, yeah, they, There's no cops involved. Do yeah. you see what I'm saying? And so they just mark you down. That airline, don't let them on. Don't let her on the plane.
1: So uh, what are you saying? They should probably, that person shouldn't be They should share. They need from-
0: to sh- well, I'd, again, they should share. Yeah, I think they the- should share.
1: But now who's... You're right about that. Someone didn't wear a and mask go, and someone to- landed the plane. Should both of those be ba- people be banned? Di- I would
0: say they are different levels of bad. Right.
1: So then someone has to determine the yeah. level of who can get on the plane. And, and, and maybe, you know,
0: hey, we all make mistakes. Right. Right? I can get that.
1: You wake up groggy from your nap on the flight and you freak out and... Oh well, you try just, to open up yeah. an emergency exit. Exactly, no, that's not that's you unacceptable. You were that's still not your a dream. Thing. So, yeah, that might be a little bit tricky.
0: Yeah, that's not going to work. It's Bruce Judy and Cheese. Will things get better for the Bears. You could make an argument after Sunday. Yesterday, it couldn't get worse. Three one two five nine one eighty nine hundred. Before we jump into cuz that's good it's going to be depressing talk about the Bears, right? <laughs> there were some pretty interesting things. Um two teams lined up for record-breaking field goals. The first team was the Arizona Cardinals. And they lined up, I want to 66 yards, I think it was, something like that, measured at. Now, what you may not know is, if you go for a field goal and it comes up short, you can run that ball back. All right? Here's what it sounded like when the Cardinals went for that field goal and it didn't quite get to the goalpost. One hundred and nine yards. That's as okay, long, that's as I'm far confused. as you can go with the NFL. The
1: team that kicks the ball yeah. can then run it back. No, no the, the other team, other team ran yeah. it back. Okay, ran it back. One hundred and
0: nine yards. It's that you can't do one ten. You'd be out the back of the end zone. One hundred. No, he got it right on the. The edge of the end zone and ran it a hundred. Was that
1: Arizona
2: years. that ran it back?
0: No, Jacksonville. Oh,
2: okay. But is that normal to have a guy at the back they of the end They will do zone? that
0: on the really long, long ones. Long field goals. Okay. Thinking. There's no are gonna make it. Make it yeah. There's that guy's not gonna make it. So, Baltimore says, "All right, hold my beer." <laughs> 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 and Justin Tucker, the kicker for Baltimore, lines up. No time left on the clock. Mm-hmm. Right? No time left. Can he win the game with an NFL record 68 yard field goal? This is what it sounded like. I mean, it 68 yard. It's the record. It hits the crossbar. It bounces right right up in the. It was right down the middle. Yeah. It bounces up in the air. Like which way is it going to go? And it just kind of tips over.
3: Unbelievable. I I mean, for the
0: record, that was kind of cool. You know, for that to be the record, so that's going to be the one now.
1: Mm -hmm. Sixty-eight yards. That's far.
0: That is really far.
1: Um, Didn't we miss one yesterday? Uh, Like a a fifteen. Well, and just to point it out, the and,
0: and again to. Not to rub it in, but that 68-yard kick was 19 yards more than the Bears' offense managed. Um, It was not a good day for the Bears and for our rookie quarterback, Justin Fields. Justin, who's a winner, who's used to winning at the high school and college level, um, talked about how it felt. Well, they, they need work, and they need a lot of work right now. And you could certainly make an argument that if you're going to throw a rookie quarterback in, you got to give him time. And Justin Fields had no time. Judy, you're watching the game. You're not even. You're not. You're not an X's and O's person. You watch because you like it, Mm -hmm. and there's uh, beer involved. But (laughs) But
1: even you could tell. I see things. You
0: you didn't have to be a a football expert to see what was going on. But
1: here's what I saw: no offense. where no. was our offense? I mean, I get what they were doing now that you've explained it. Mm-hmm. And well, it was quite um, evident when he was just sacked and sacked and sacked and sacked. But oh my gosh, at some point offense, let's change it up. Let's you know what they're doing. How could they not So this is stop the chess any match. of them.
0: So here's the chess match that goes on. And I know only enough about football to get in trouble, right? So the Cleveland Browns were not just daring Not double dog daring. Triple dog daring. Okay? The Bears to throw the ball. By putting all their players at the line, for lack of better, they said, Well, you're not going to be able to run this. There's no way you're going to run the ball. We won't let you run the ball. We're going to force your rookie quarterback to put the ball in the air. And since we have everybody up on the line, basically, there is going to be there are going to be guys coming at him from every angle. So that he doesn't have time to read an open receiver. He doesn't have time to figure it out. As a matter of fact, they came close to said <laughs> The Bears came close to a record you don't want to have. Uh, Justin Fields was sacked nine times. The record is 11, by the way. And it could have Thank been 11, goodness. right? He actually, his athleticism, I have yes. got him out of the couple. my goodness.
1: Them. He is incredibly
0: athletic. Don't they get me wrong. would have sacked
1: him every single time if he hadn't at least maneuvered a little bit.
0: There certainly is an argument that. Uh, uh, they need some offensive... Knowing if that's how people are going to play you... Yeah, yeah, you change it up. You better figure out something right. on your offensive line to give him time to make decisions. Yeah. Because he had no time to make decisions.
1: Put... put- in. I don't Ooh, understand. Oh, look at that, that's, Why blasting. would you just let it go? I, I don't know. Something, something stinky yeah, with
0: you this. You only take so many hits for so long. <laughs> too. Re-
1: my reporter hackles <laughs> are up on this one. Reporter hackles. Wow. wow. There was <laughs> I don't know what a hackle is. <laughs> I not know what it is. Something's not right. Well, it was so egreg- not right. <laughs> so egregious. egregious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was an egregious one game. One more. One more. Come on. <laughs> uh deplorable there we go i can go on and on it was a travesty <laughs> it was
0: a Painful? sham it was a mockery <laughs> it was a travesty mockery oh, all right yeah trifecta. i went there there all right um you know when we we hear about the violence in chicago i think a lot we've become numb to it to a certain point maybe maybe not numb maybe just apathetic uh and it really takes something kind of unique Sadly, a unique tragedy or a unique incident to make you look at it different. We could spout off all the numbers of how many people were shot and how many people were killed this weekend. And it's no different than any other Monday.
1: About 50 shot, six killed.
0: Exactly. The only thing that changes on Monday is the, is, is the numbers. Mm-hmm. But they're always high, right? Right. They're always like, you, you know. They always
1: involve fatalities. Always, always, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the most part, always confined in certain parts of town. Yeah. Um... But I will tell you that even I kind of, you know, when I see the the um the stories, you know, sometimes it's an infant or a three-year-old girl, and you see the picture and it breaks your heart. You're like, okay, well that, you know, now that's different. Okay, now it's different. But we had something, I would argue, different over the weekend. That's because a Chicago fire department paramedic. Was fired upon in a a place where, again, I hadn't thought they were coming to shoot at.
1: Right. Um. He was fired upon at a uh, Stroger Hospital in the ER. Yeah. So, like, probably not in the just, parking lot. No. Nope. No. In the ER itself. Right. So. The paramedic just got there to Stroger Hospital, Was went through those double doors that you go through the ER, yeah. was just there at the double doors, probably treating the patient. We're pushing a patient, pushing, taking yep, a patient yep. into the ER. Treating them while they're pushing them in. And um someone from an uh, older green Buick opened fire as they drove by. Now, my first shooting reaction. Shooting into the front door of it. Shooting ER. into the front door. Yeah. And maybe the doors were open. Mm-hmm. But to me, uh, my first thought was, well, that was someone maybe shooting because they didn't want the paramedic working on the victim
0: or they were trying to finish off the victim
1: yeah. right and yeah they were, they, were, they they'd come back yeah. to
0: finish the job i've heard of that i've heard of people going into emergency rooms you know a lot of emergency rooms have security because of that you yeah. know you know sometimes you have a a victim and a perp in the same emergency room you know what i'm saying like you got to keep them separated mm-hmm. just Shooting up the front of a hospital, shoot,
1: right? I mean, people could have been walking in, walking out. I'm sure it's Stroger Hospital on a Saturday night. I'm it's, sure there it's were people hustle there. and bustle. Yeah, that's where they take most of the gunshot victims to Stroger Hospital.
0: So, I, I worked as a, a EMT, not paramedic EMT, on a on a an ambulance in Arizona for a while, and you know, I've wheeled plenty of people in. I've I've, I've you know gone to gone to uh, calls and and treated patients. It never dawned on me that somebody would shoot at me. You know, I think I think fire fire firemen, paramedics, EMTs, a little different than police, play along with me here. They see themselves as the good guys. They're coming to help. If if you've called and you need an ambulance they're coming to provide a service. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not there to lock anybody up. They're not there to assign blame. You know, they're there to treat, help, whatever. And so, I think it's even more maybe shocking. I, I don't know if that's the word I'm necessarily looking for when yeah, I someone think that's would a good
1: word. peel off some shots. Right. At at a paramedic. Right. Ugh. I mean, that paramedic even goes. Don't forget to treat the person who maybe just shot. Fifteen people. You
0: you and treat shot, yeah. that.
1: Per, yeah, they they also treat you. You treat
0: everyone, you know, and you you have to prioritize and you triage. And and, and as a paramedic, I got to tell you, one of the things in, in um, ethical dilemma again might be a bit of a strong word, but a dilemma. Um, I had been on calls to car accidents, okay, multi vehicle car accident, drunk driver. Not drunk people in the other car. And you have to treat the drunk driver and you treat the drunk, you know, you know who caused this wreck. You know, they're impaired. It's obvious. And there's that dilemma to, I should focus on the innocent victims, mm-hmm. but as a EMT or a paramedic, no. You, you, you treat the most serious, you know, you, yeah. you have to triage. And I just remember, and I, you know, I wasn't the first time, but I remember asking the older guys around, like, okay, that's a little,
1: Does it get I, 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 I kind yeah. of
0: yeah. like, felt a little weird about that. And they're like, yeah, yeah you will. And, and you'll run into other things like that, where whether they're the bad guy or the good guy, if you will, we, we treat everyone the same. We, we, you know, we treat people to, to help them and to save them. And I always thought that was kind of one of those weird things.
1: Right. But in this, I mean, obviously, this gang warfare we have going on every day in Chicago, it's at some point when you're a paramedic or a fireman or a a police Mm -hmm. officer, do you say, I mean, if I go help this guy, am I going to get shot? Mm. You know, someone's lying on the street and you look around and because there's no rhyme or reason to these shootings. It, It is the Wild West. There's no one's planning this right They're They're going, oh, God, we shot him and he got, you know, they just took him in. Let's go by the the hospital and see if we can shoot him there.
0: This this is going to sound callous. This is going to sound callous. More callous
1: than what I just said?
0: Yes. Probably not. Because I'd almost have a measure of respect if there was a code. If there was a... You don't... In, uh, hurt innocent people. You don't shoot it. There
6: used to be a code. They're right. used to, you
0: never heard of... You don't shoot of, up a of, hospital. You yeah. don't shoot yeah. up a church. You don't shoot up a school. Right. you kids out of it. Civilians, if you will. I- I'm going back to, and I know this, like The Wire, you know, the TV show The Wire, where they used to talk about, there's a code on the street. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you you're in a battle, but you're only in a battle with other drug dealers and gang members. You ain't in a battle with, you know, the grandma right. on the porch, you yeah. know. You need to draw that line, and that you police that yourself. There appears to be no code in Anymore.
1: no 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 that went away a long time that ago.
0: everybody is fair, fair game Fair
1: game. Yep. look at all the children who've been killed that's just
0: frustrating really frustrating mm-hmm. and and sad without a doubt and yeah, sad I mean, and, and and i look at this and maybe a little bit differently i'll grant you i think a lot of people who are victims in this don't have a ton of options it's easy for me to say well why don't you just move i i, I don't think that's that, that easy for yeah. a lot of people well, why do you not what not let your kids play outside? What, what do you got to do?
3: Yeah, live but in the basement do, so I, the
0: bullets can't get through yeah. the wall. Like, what do you what are you supposed I to do, do if you live in there? I Think
1: until the community, you know, puts their foot in. It's not. It's just not going to. You know, you could do whatever. You know, the police can do what they can do. The city can do what it can do. But the community has to be a part of it. And I just don't know that all three of those entities are working together yet because. I... I, I gotta like say it's they're not, not bad enough type it, be, thing, which, well, which is shocking. All to you think. Think. hear every week is, well, it's got to stop, it's got to stop. This is so awful. Yeah, well, wh- who's doing what? I no, never there, hear about who's was, doing There were shootings
0: on the on the expressways. There was a shooting at the at the hospital here. The, you know what the common thread to all of them is? There no, we don't have a suspect right now yeah. looking for leads. If you saw anything, help us. Yeah, you know, right. it's the same, the same it story like that. It can't be all
1: the police. It absolutely cannot just be the police. It yeah. will never work. Nothing will ever happen. You've got to, you're have got. you the community. You've got to come together. You've got to help the police. You know, there's been a lot
0: of focus. And, and I would say one of the positive things that has come out of uh, uh, the focus on the Gabby Petito case is a conversation about other people that are missing a conversation about the fact that there are a lot of folks out there I think that's actually you know kind of a healthy debate that we can we can have but it was a very solemn solemn weekend joining us right now Jim Ryan from ABC News and and Jim uh, Gabby's family laid her to rest this weekend right
7: yes uh, in uh, Long Island New York that's uh, where the funeral happened yesterday uh, standing room only at that funeral parlor, But and what's more, you had the service that was being streamed around the world, so people were watching it on their smartphones, on their tablets, and on their laptops, The people who felt that they had come to know Gabby Petito, not just after her death, but also before, uh, during her excursion across the country when she was uh, posting video blogs about that
0: well, and she'd had a lot of videos on YouTube, yep. you know, when we talk about these, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, where people post these videos and you become, you, you, you get to know them in some way, shape or form.
7: Yeah, I think so. It, it, not only is it just little notes that they're posting, but it's videos. And you you come to learn the person's mannerisms and what they sound like. There were people who were getting up every morning and checking to see where Gabby Petito was in, in her trek across the country with her fiancé slash boyfriend. I'm really not sure what their relationship was, but uh, Brian Laundry. So the two of them traveling across the country. And, of course, when I think they were as shocked as anyone, those people who were following her when it turned out that uh, her body was found and and her uh, boyfriend, uh, fiancé, is the only person of interest in the whole case, Bruce.
1: So uh, you know, just a little background on them. What is that? What they did? Were they like YouTubers? I mean, yep. they okay, mm-hmm. they they that was their job, kind
7: of. Exactly right. You know, they get sponsors or they they somehow by gathering up. And, and she had a lot of followers too. So yeah, they they found a way to monetize that. They were generating income one way or another with these video blogs. And so you know that that was kind of what she did. Show so it was her goal really to attract a lot of attention, Judy, to gather. Uh, followers online to watch her to see what was going on so naturally a lot of people are interested in the case now that she's gone
1: well and i think that's what people don't understand or just maybe haven't heard enough of is that that was the whole point they're like why is she getting so much media attention well that because she started it
7: (laughs) exactly right she started it and so i think that's one reason that uh, that it's getting a lot of attention but also i mean the twists and turns that the case has taken what's more judy almost every minute of this thing from the time before she left New York and started on this trip, or Florida, but uh, you had uh, the body cam video from the police interacting with her and Brian Laundry. You've mm-hmm. got you know all sorts of pieces of of stuff that people are watching and, and studying, especially folks who like to study social media uh, crimes and and whatnot. So yeah, it's uh, you're right. It, there are a lot of reasons I think that it's attracting attention.
0: We're talking uh, again to ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan. And, and Jim, the search for the boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, continues. What, we're going on almost
7: two weeks, I guess, right? Yeah, two weeks ago tomorrow was when he told his parents, like, I'm going to go hiking over at the Carlton Reserve. We're told that he left his wallet and his phone at home. Which makes it difficult to ping that phone or to watch any you know credit card users use out there and just walked away that was two weeks ago tomorrow you know there are folks who live and work around that area and they say that it'd be impossible to survive for two weeks without some kind of help Uh, but yesterday the fbi was back at uh, his parents house were told that they went in they were only there for about three minutes and came out with a paper bag uh, the attorney for Laundry's parents says that they were looking for uh, stuff for DNA comparison. Anyway, in other words, they were looking for personal items that belonged to Brian Laundry, maybe a hairbrush, a toothbrush, something else that he had handled and, and had used in order to make DNA comparisons. Does that mean that they think they may have found a body out there in Carlton Reserve? Maybe. Uh, does it mean that they're still looking for evidence into the killer of Gabby Petito certainly so yeah it's uh, there it was interesting, interesting note that the FBI was back out there yesterday
0: it is interesting i, I really appreciate you uh, getting us updated on this thank you so much for your thank time you. today all right thank you he is uh um abc news correspondent jim ryan i do think it's it's somewhat fascinating in this day and age that a person can disappear like Blair, Brian Laundry has
1: knowing, well, but like Jim said, with maybe with some help, right?
0: Although you know, and and this does the freaks come out? i will gonna throw this out there. I don't know if you saw this. Dog the bounty hunter has. Oh, ad, has oh, yeah. what was
1: that about? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get to the
0: bottom of this. The FBI rank amateurs. Yeah, dog the bounty hunter should have this thing wrapped up by lunch. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, wait, there's video of him knocking on the door. Did he they li- let him in? No, okay, he literally so. went to the family's
0: house and knocked on the door. And I'm like, that is fantastic. And then walked okay, away. Well, and yeah, well. they looked outside and goes, "Hey, that lunatic from reality TV's on." Yeah, we're not gonna answer yeah. that door.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. so no,
1: but this, something interesting thing that jim had said about you know people all these thought, you know maybe millions of viewers and listeners mm-hmm. now who were uh, following them are now you know taking it upon themselves to try to solve it right? right well so going back to your statement about well this could be good news for other missing persons cases you know maybe people aren't aware of how many people are actually missing put that information out there let, but
0: let, they need they need to care you know what I'm saying? And that, right, that, that kind of comes down to it. They gotta care about the missing person. Yes,
1: but I think there are a certain number of people who like to solve mysteries. I don't disagree. Yeah. So why not make sure you have all the information out there that you can?
0: Well, maybe the frustrating part is there's probably more missing people than there are people out there uh, looking for well, them. Do, do you know what I that's mean? Sad, yeah. You know, I mean, we have a 47 year old woman here in Chicago has been missing for four weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about her?
1: (laughs) You know, we have two little girls from the South Side. Help me out here, Nick, who have been missing for what, 20 years? What happened to those sisters? Well,
0: that's the, you know, when you hear about things like that, that's just horrible.
1: But I mean, I just feel like once in a while, put it all out there. You don't wait for the TV show to come out. Put it on social media and see if anyone has any ideas.
0: Well, and I, and, and we saw that with the, the young man from, um, uh, from from ISU, ISU, yeah. I was trying to remember which one it was mm-hmm. uh, from ISU, where his mom talked about how frustrating it was. Yeah, yeah. she goes, I- I'm calling you know the newspaper, I'm calling the TV stations, I'm reaching out to the radio stations. Nobody cares that my son's Nobody missing. Cares, yeah. you know, again, they have to care on some level, and then you can kind of like rally the internet troops out there to see what they can find. Although, having said that, you can rally them all you want, and Brian Laundry's still m- missing. For all intents and purposes, and it does sound like it's purposeful when you leave the cell phone behind, you know, and your 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 wallet. You you don't want somebody to find you.
1: Well, yeah. and yeah. that the fact they went in and got some DNA the other day.
0: Yeah. Well, well, we'll find out. What did they find? Some
1: one more, one more dram- dramatic clue. You know, another day, another. It's unbelievable. Soap opera, yeah.
0: It's Bruce, it's Judy, it's Cheese. So, have you been through the drive-through lately? Maybe this weekend, right? Out tooling around, you got the kids screaming in the back. I get up, we're just going to go through a drive-through, pick up a couple of happy meals. We're going to get some fries, some shakes in you people, and, and shut you little kids up, right? Yep. Maybe that's your idea. Well, if you think that the drive-through lane is going slower than ever before, you are right. There are people that time this. That's right. There's actually a group out there that researches it. And they go out and figure how long the average time spent in the drive through lane is. And guess what? You're right. 2021, more people are stuck sitting in the drive through I've noticed it to the point that it strikes me there's always more cars in the drive through lane.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's always.
0: And big. like there, I don't know what the tipping point is for me. I must run some sort of math through my head. That I see a certain number of cars, I'm like, screw it, I'm going in, right? Yeah, I'm. That's it. There's no way. And then my goal is, it's like a game to me. I remember the last car, yeah. and I got to beat the last car out, and then I'll know whether or not I won. Yeah, because it's about winning. That's what's really important.
1: Not about eating. No, food's no. food.
0: Yeah. It's just yeah. I yeah. got to I got to be able to beat that car well, and, and know that I made be, the right choice. Yeah. It's
1: got to be the it's the shortage, right? The worker shortage. It's I mean, not yes. only do you yes, wait, yes, long, because yes. you go
0: inside. You go inside, and you think you're... Because I've done this recently, Bruce. You did it. And I, I'm ignored at the counter. They're more obsessed with taking care of the drive through people. So, you know, I count like five cars go by from the inside before Uh-oh. somebody finally waits on me. <laughs>
2: so, That's horrible. Maybe it's just
0: me, though. It might just be you, yeah. yeah, You Who's must, the shirtless
2: you know? guy yeah. with the overalls yeah. on? I don't know. I'm not
0: talking. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not serving <laughs> them. You serve them. <laughs> Now they are saying that that they're also that that for a lot of these businesses fast food you think about with a drive through lane yeah uh, we're not talking about the drive through liquor places you guys all go to but so the drive through uh, uh
3: mm. fast food
0: places that many of them were closed the the the, the dining room part was so everybody kind of transitioned, mm-hmm. and that you know what the right. indoor dining hasn't come back, so you're right, they' really started focusing more on that, but that means more people going through the drive through and if you think they screw you in the drive-through,
3: they <laughs> don't do.
1: even get me started.
0: They do. Uh, they call it accuracy. Uh, the accuracy of your order declined over the year, meaning you probably they might have screwed it up. Uh, they said order accuracy dropped to eighty-five uh, percent last year. It was eighty-seven percent.
1: They. Screw up my order every no matter where I go. But
0: you're probably one that gives one of those really complicated orders. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'll take the They'll I'll take the number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, see so you screwed up there. Am I really? <laughs> no. I mean, it's just appalling. So okay. now I don't leave that window, and I don't go that much. But I don't leave the window until I rifle through the bag and make sure everything is in there.
0: I think technology is the solution to this. I you know I realize yep. it's going to mean less me burger flippers in the world. But uh, you know when I. Uh, I they have a, the kiosk at, uh, at O'Hare, at the airport, where you can um, just beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, a touch screen. Yeah. And you make your
1: order. They have those in a lot
0: of them. And there. it's exactly what you want, and it's exactly how you want it, and you can even add notes to it, you know, or whatever it might be. And, like, it's hard to screw that up in the sense of it's printed right in front of you. Yeah. And I've never had a problem with that, where I say, I don't want the onions, you know what do you want to delete onions okay and i've never gotten onions so it works from that standpoint i do the app so since i hate waiting so much there are certain like chick-fil-a oh Oh, so you're the
2: the one of the guys who because i've seen people pull up go right past the little ordering thing pull right up to the thing boop, boop, gone then i'm like i order ahead people yeah
0: order ahead and you can do it and you can walk into the the chick-fil-a here Right over here on, on, on Michigan Ave. And so I can sit right here. I can order my chicken nuggets. <laughs> Duh. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, come on. We know what I'm going to have. The usual. And by the time I walk in there, the bag is sitting right there. I'm good. Yeah. I'll take it. We'll walk right out. Mm. That's the way to do
1: it. There's yeah. a Chick fil A on Michigan Avenue. It's right
0: here. Literally right across the street.
3: Huh.
2: You know yeah. what I noticed at Costco? They started doing the kiosk thing. I've seen that. And remember how you I did it always used time. to go to. To Costco to get a slice of pizza after you finish shopping, and the line is crazy long. Mm-hmm. No lines anymore at Costco because everybody goes to the kiosk, order up, then you just but stand that around and wait.
0: Cost somebody a job, right? Oh yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the reality of this, and and here's the big tipping point that's going on. That I don't think again we fully understand how it's going to shake out, which is as McDonald's, Costco, whoever,
4: mm-hmm.
0: are adding more technology to make up for a lack of workers inability to hire whatever it's not going to go the other direction do do you know what i yeah. mean i mean i can't imagine you know They're
1: gonna go, oh, McDonald's are going to go hey this, rip yeah. out
0: all the computers and start yeah, hiring it's not people working out, like no. i don't i don't see no. them doing that and that the technology goes that direction the jobs that evaporate evaporate for good
1: yeah i'm just worried that What's happening now with just you know always getting getting it wrong at the drive through, not having you know service that the service the lacking service is going to just be part of what we we now have to live with. We just have to
0: accept a a bad service, and
1: we and we will we eventually will. I already, I'm already like, "Ah, well, what can you do? You know, at first I was, I just was so upsetting, and now it's everywhere.
0: You need to lower your standards. The uh, (laughs) uh,
1: I I can't, they're up here. You know what? Can't move.
0: Aim low, you can't fall off the floor. Yeah. You know, I just, I, nothing, if you start with that as your premise, you can't be surprised.
1: You can't be
2: shocked yeah. by it. Just be happy that you got some form of food in a bag. There was well, some form and of
1: food. It, it, I mean, the <laughs> worst part. <laughs> of I've that
2: before. It looks good. I'll
1: try it. <laughs> the bigger kick in the backside is not only is the service bad, and that'll cost you more. I mean, so we're paying more. Oh, yeah a lot more in some cases.
0: Yeah, well food prices are up yeah. everywhere with dar- darn near everything. Yeah,
1: you know, I'm talking about places where, you know, it's part of the service is part of what you're paying for and it's just not there. Mm.
0: You can just throw in also, by the way, uh, you might want to start getting your Christmas shopping done. We just gave away tickets to see Trans Siberian Orchestra, for goodness sakes, but you might want to start getting that Christmas shopping done. Oh, no, if you haven't saying,
1: gotten your Christmas gifts yet. It's or, already done? Yeah. Too late? <laughs> okay, good. Well, then at least <laughs> I don't need to worry about it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Valentine's Day. You might want to start getting go. on top of go. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to get a head start because it's all going to hell <laughs> in a handbasket, apparently relatively quickly. Hey, good morning to you and uh, happy Monday. It's Bruce. It's Judy. It's Cheese. How much do you hate O'Hare Airport, O'Hare International? Because if you're looking at a new survey of people that do a lot of flying, it's a new level of suck out there at O'Hare.
4: Well, I do. Notice, is it getting worse?
1: I, yeah. See, I don't fly enough, but I do notice that when I go to other airports, they seem so much newer and cleaner. Well, and O'Hare is like a little bit drab now. You've heard to about
0: me. these, like you know, we talk about infrastructure. You really don't notice it. When you think about an airport as a you know public utility as a as a piece of infrastructure, roads, bridges, airports, mm-hmm. until you f- fly around the world yeah. and you go to some of these newer airports, and you are like,
3: a whole uh, oh. new yeah.
0: world, like this is amazing. <laughs> it's like Disneyland, but there is planes, and you know. And then you 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 go to some of the airports yeah. around now, here. Now I
1: think going to O'Hare. When you're coming in and you've got the big "Welcome to O'Hare Airport" and it's all the flowers. I mean, I think it looks beautiful. Yeah, the the infrastructure is great. But then when you get close to the airport and you can't get there because of the construction and Ugh, it's... Construction, and believe you can't me, park. The cops at O'Hare, oh nice. my you can't nice even slow down. No. They're like, don't even yeah. think about it. Okay. Huh. You got so to jump
0: from the moving car. Right. That's a requirement. Whereas
1: some of the other airports... Oh, and this is the other thing. When I get like picked up, you know, I would get picked up by my sister in Florida. And I'd be like, oh, you didn't have to come in. She's like, ah, you know, parking's free. Free? Yeah, yeah. there's nothing free. I cover. mean, come on. Yeah, so those little things... They add up right they i did think
0: it was a little unfair some of the criticisms of of, of o'hare when it came in last at a poll because i i recently flew through the st louis airport
2: hmm. okay
0: no excuse me kansas city apologize it doesn't have restaurants nothing wow i'm in the terminal i said so do you guys got anything to eat right here uh we used to have a restaurant it closed <laughs> You know, you can go down the street. I go, i got to leave the <laughs> airport? <laughs> i got like a three-hour layover. What do you mean? What am I supposed to do? Is there a, is there a snack machine? For God's sakes, I'm going to... I was like, they must assume that nobody ever gets hungry at airports in Kansas City. Go figure. I, wow. I was like, this looks like a good place for a barbecue joint. If I was like, you would, know, kill. you would think. Yeah. By the way, that's I've a good idea. I've been
1: to an airport that didn't, didn't have food. Have yeah.
0: I did have to go two terminals over. I had to get on a bus. can't why go can i walk you can't walk that far i had to get on a bus to go two terminals over to the restaurant in that terminal at least chicago you can eat i'm gonna throw it out there at least you can eat so here's one of the criticisms and and one of the things that you see at a lot of airports now is the airport in some way shape or form reflects the community that it's in okay um phoenix when i fly in and out sky harbor airport They don't have chain restaurants. They have local restaurants. Mm. So they don't have generic chain restaurants. They literally have local restaurants with some connection to the community. And they are the food providers in there. I like that. Which is kind of, you know, so you can eat something that would be really local. It would be like going to o'hare and they have a portillo's and they have you know they yeah, they, they, yeah. You know, they have local stuff as opposed to mcdonald's or when well, my or only whatever. problem
1: with that is i you don't know if it's good it's like when well, what should i order what do you you know there's some restaurant i don't know i don't know what they have and i don't know if it's good or i don't know what people order at least when it's kind of a chain you know it'll be it'll you know well, what it'll no like you. anyway You're, so you want the <laughs> generic food oh, i'm not saying i wouldn't try it i just i don't know if i like the concept Um, Maybe a little bit of both.
0: There's also a lot of shopping. A lot of airports these days are basically malls that airplanes come in and out of, right?
1: Yep, that is so true. And
0: there's, I mean, full-blown stores that you would you would see and yeah. you can wander seattle is that way seattle's got a bunch of cool little stores and shops and you can just go wandering around and go shopping and then oh it's time to get on the plane you know oh. off now, you see, go.
1: i would like local boutiques in the airport that would be an example that would be fun yeah you go somewhere and because how many times do you you know you're at the airport and you're like ah should have got the kids a t-shirt mm. <laughs> but if they were more Never local boutiques. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I don't buy presents. I, get, I always get them t shirts no matter where I am. T shirts at the airport. Well, I try not to. I oh, try okay. to buy them at little shops, but it would be nice if they had some of those little cool shops at the airport.
0: So I used to get presents. My dad would travel a lot. And, you know, of course, when he ran in the house, what did you get me? Yeah. I, I now look back on it going. That must have been annoying. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> dad.
0: just a little bit, but, yeah. uh, I, I did get, he, uh, uh, give me Hot Wheels cars and, and it didn't matter to me what city he was coming from. I just wanted Hot Wheels cars. Do you know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was convinced that dad just had bought like eight of them. And then every time he came back right. from a trip, he just, says, here, here's your damn Hot Wheels car. Uh, but I was at the airport in Washington, D.C. And back when you could go, you know, obviously you could go to the gate, you know, little yeah. kid and meet dad, dad comes off. Gives me a Hot Wheels car. Outstanding. We go down to baggage claim. You know, if you've got the conveyor belt running around. I'm playing with my Hot Wheel car. You know what I'm saying? Like making the wheels oh, roll. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on the conveyor belt. Like woohoo, woohoo. Lose grip of it. It goes through the little thing into where the bags are. <laughs> I rode the conveyor belt in after no, my Hot Wheels car. Yeah, no. We almost got kicked out of the airport. <laughs> yeah, bet. I almost got kicked out of an airport. How far, it's far it's did you make it? It's by the way, it's like Disneyland on the other side of that. It's amazing. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's guys and trucks and they're throwing things. I got my Hot Wheels car. Don't get me wrong, but they wouldn't ah. let me ride the thing just back in and come out where the luggage comes out the other side. They made me go walk
1: through it. Ah, oh. yeah.
0: Where are your parents? Where are your parents? They're right over there. That's them. They made me
1: do it. <laughs> First, they were like, let me see that Hot Wheels car. It's pretty cool Hot awesome. Wheels you know? It had to be. So,
0: yeah. I rode the conveyor belt through the thing.
1: Anyway. Bragger. Hmm. But um,
0: it's something that I think is coming. We've talked about the vaccine passport to get on an airplane. Maybe something that is worse for some of you is if you get on the airline's you're a jackhole list.
3: <laughs> and the, seriously, that's what it should be called. The, the
0: airlines have a list of people. Not not people. This isn't like the terrorist no-fly list, you know, or or you you committed a felony on a plane and they won't let you on a plane. The FAA won't let you on a plane. No, no. This is the individual airlines who, they don't always call the cops. They don't always get the feds involved. Sometimes they just kick people off planes or deny them boarding for a variety of reasons. Lately, it's all, a lot of it's mask-related, as we've seen. But... I did not know that the airlines don't share their lists. They each have their own list of, like, bad behaving passengers. Because Delta said, I get you know, as competitive as they are against United, American, whoever, they actually said, you know, we probably ought to be sharing our lists. Because if somebody was unruly, a, you know, grabbed a flight attendant, got into a fight at the back of the plane, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. On an American flight, maybe they don't want to make United. Maybe yeah. they go. You know, this is something where you have forfeited your right to be an airline passenger because you're just you don't handle it well.
1: Well, so <laughs> last week the FAA said it had received four thousand three hundred eighty-five reports of unruly passenger oh, incidents. in one week. So let's just say,
0: I think it's here today. Yeah, oh,
1: okay. two there's Let's just and they say, would normally
0: get a couple hundred.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah. in a year. Let's just say there are two thousand Americans. Let's make them Americans that are flying around the country, and they're the unruly passengers. And they're they're just doing it on they're different just, airlines. Yeah, they're the same people. <laughs>
0: yeah, why you get kicked off the right. you get kicked off the the uh, United flight? You just go to the next terminal. Hey, you yeah, guys got yeah. tickets? I'm I'm trying to fly to right. Tallahassee. Right, yeah, we'll send you a yeah. ticket.
1: I mean, I'm telling you, like the guy we saw a few weeks ago that was. Just, because he just was so funny. He had his mask off, and he was going, just making these sounds. Like, the
0: barking? The guy barking? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was barking. Was he barking, too? He was too? barking. Oh. There was barking involved. Just, he was so, like, ugh. Life was so bad.
0: But you would assume the other airlines would say,
1: hmm, do no,
0: we really I'm, want I'm that guy on, too? Enough
1: people saw that video. A few months from now, we're going to see him on another video. What do you want to bet? On another, oh, different It's flight, the, uh, I my theory, it's the same people.
0: Just the same, same people. The rotating flying
1: around. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: Like it went so well on the other. It's gotta be expensive. You get kicked uh, off a plane. They're not like trying to help you rebook your flight.
1: Yeah. I. Right. I wonder if you get a refund. Why would you?
0: I bet you there's some there's some some what do you call it fine print in yeah. there somewhere yeah. that goes no, yeah. oh, you're not getting a refund. You've lost figure. your mind. And you're paying a hell of a you lot. You
1: touch the pilot, we will not refund your money. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, again, you t- you you. You get physical, you get arrested. I had a guy get arrested for grabbing the flight attendant on my flight. Yeah, uh, he was drunk. Uh, Obviously, it was yeah. Young, yeah. But he so grabbed the flight attendant.
1: So what's going to happen? They want to stop, you know, alcohol to go. Oh, now we all have to pay.
0: Yeah, because they're not. They're still not serving alcohol on the on the planes. Yeah, no. They don't trust you people. Mm-mm. Doesn't affect my life. Affects yours. All right.
1: It's in Mine in particular. Yeah,
0: I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. And hey, good morning, Bruce Judy Cheese. This is the part where I have to say uh, we realize that you have a. Ch- we just did an airline story. It made me think <laughs> about that, right? <laughs> you ever been on the plane where the pilot says, "We well, yeah, appreciate you choosing our airline today. Uh, it's our pleasure, fly you to your destination." And we have like a good southern <laughs> ball. I trust pilots with southern draws. Yeah. I really do. They sound like fighter pilots, and I'm like, oh, you must know how to fly this damn thing. But uh, we realize mm-hmm. you have a uh, a choice. In your entertainment, your radio, your whatever gets you going in the morning. You're in your car right now like a lot of people. Thank you. Appreciate you choosing us. And, uh, uh, we do this every day, by the way. <laughs> you just had to...
1: Maybe you should <laughs> use the Southern accent since you're flying this thing. There is oh, yeah, that. There but know.
0: contrary to popular belief, this isn't a practice show. So we do these uh, <laughs> like this every day.
1: So we've taken off and we're in the air.
0: Um, yeah. We are 35,000 feet, whether you want to or not. Um, we're learning some, some, I would argue, pretty disturbing information coming out of Wisconsin, Judy.
1: Um, So, yes, apparently there are now more children in Wisconsin with COVID than there are adults with COVID.
0: Yeah. Under 18 has more cases than any other of the age groups out there and more than adults. Mm-hmm. And I got to believe like, like the only variable. Help me out with this. The only variable is school, right? It's the only thing that changed from one year ago today. Right. Why are kids suddenly now we're seeing numbers? Now,
1: let's be well, honest. And no vaccine, are- of course, right? Because now most adults are... Well, well, not there's no most, but there no
0: vaccine a year ago either.
1: Well Oh, well, that's true.
0: There's yeah. no vaccine a year ago. Right. Back- the, past, the only like- variable is school.
1: It it has
0: to be. Right.
1: Pair up school with not being vaccinated. Because then you got to think, are they getting it from... They've got to be getting it from adults, right?
0: I haven't the foggiest idea.
1: I, I don't know either. I just... I don't know why I just assume that because where else would they get it? And now overall, it's about kids account for about 26% of all the cases of COVID in the country.
0: I mean, the numbers are still low. Let's, I mean, in yeah. a, in, in a but good they're way. Growing. That's the problem. They're, they're going the door. wrong direction, I guess you would direction. say. Yep. Um, because, you know, I still don't understand here. What are they, what do they call it? Metrics, numbers, whatever it is. When do we get, to, here's what I want to know. When are we going to take the mask off?
1: Yeah. I'm so done with the mask. I'm already, I was over it before. Yeah. And I'm just sick of it. it it's, it is, it's kind of, I was saying I was at a uh, bar, a neighborhood bar yesterday watching the Bears game. I walked in without a mask and I never, you know, I never put one on. It's because we're in a bar, we're drinking. So it's, it's so loosey goosey anyway. I don't even know that it's making a difference at this point. I, tr- I'm a firm mask believer. I do believe it was making a difference when it's, sh- it needed to, but at this point, I, I don't know that. I'll still wear it out when I'm out in a big, you know, in a supermarket or a store, but I just don't know that it's making that much of a difference anymore.
0: I, I wear it where I'm told to. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, yeah, I private, have, I private businesses, you know, I, again, I go into the Target. That's their rule. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to shop a Target, I don't, you know, I, then don't I don't have to. But I,
1: I'm at the point where I'm now, I get out of my car, I'm halfway to the Home Depot. I'm like, ugh. Yep. Go back to my car and get my Don't worry, and there's I no need, employees
0: at Home Depot. You're never going to run into an employee and tell you to put your mask <laughs> yeah,
1: on. Yeah, no one will ever tell me no
0: that. chance. that's hilarious. No chance that somebody in <laughs> And I just go through the self-checkout,
1: come. so yeah, I don't even see a person. Yeah. But my point being, I'm the, you know, I was the mask wearer and I still am, but I, I don't want to wear it so much so that I'm not even taking it out of my, you know, I'm not even putting it on. I'm forgetting.
0: And, and, and listen, I'm not one to deny science and that's not what I'm trying to do. And I, I do realize there are benefits in general to masks. I just don't think it's a benefit to me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just look at it like, this and go, how is this going to make my life any better? And I can't even <laughs> be able to come up with any sort of a rationale for that. Yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah. Because that's I listen, you if you're all about the rest of the global world, good for you. I'm about me. I I run everything through the how does this impact me filter? And by the well, way, I'm just honest that I admit that I'm like this. Everybody else is like that, but they like, I really care more about the common man. No, you don't, you care about you. You come in first, second, and third, and you maybe get around other people around fourth. If that.
1: Yeah. I, I'm all about me at at this point too. But I understand that the community has to be, it's involved because, right, we're not going to ever get back to that until everyone does the right thing and all the cases go down. But it's that's all never veteran. going to happen.
0: Well, I just live in a real world.
1: I, I mean, I feel like we're at that point. Like, I, you're right. There's I think I read 70 million Americans that haven't been vaccinated. Right. Something so they're, out of 300 and they're not, not going 30, to 30 yeah. get vaccinated. They're not going to get vaccinated. That's it. That's the, the number we're What's at. the number. So if we can live with that number, I'm you're good. Not- Let's let's move on. Move on. Move on. Now Build a bridge and get over it. But now we've got the kids, right? Now Now we're gonna have the the, vaccine for the kids. Those seventy million let's say fifty million parents, if they're not vaccinated, they're not gonna get their kids vaccinated, right? Probably not. So now are we back to square one?
0: Very well could be. Might be one of the reasons why you think we're going to hell in a handbasket. Judy says she can restore your faith in humanity.
1: Well, world-renowned a primatologist Dr. Jane Goodall has launched a grassroots movement during United Nations Climate Week to support their ecosystem restoration project called the Trillion Tree Campaign. Hmm. Trillion? Kind of trillion. Not million, trillion. Trees for Jane aims to stop deforestation and help replenish the world's dwindling stock of trees and forests through community-based protection and programs. So she narrated a film called A Trillion Trees, in which it calls on every person and every business to plant and care for a tree in their backyards, on rooftops, or in communities. They hope that Trees for Jane will galvanize a global audience, from students and teachers to activists to corporations and governments, to support the UN's goal of uh, planting those one trillion trees by the year 2030. We can do it. While Goodall encourages all viewers to plant a tree, the film also reinforces the importance of protecting and restoring existing trees. So for more information, you can check out treesforjane.org. Dr.
0: Jane Goodall. Go plant a tree
1: ah. today, Bruce. Sure,
0: that's outstanding. Hey, appreciate you spending time with us today. Uh, it takes a village. Uh, either that or I'm just spreading the blame around. One of the two. <laughs> uh, MG and the posse over there in Mission Control. Thank you very much for all the work they do over there. They press the buttons and make things happen. Our info producer, Miranda. She's on the other side of the double-pane bulletproof glass. you called in today. You were talking to Miranda. Yeah, you did. All right. Be nice to her, for goodness sake. She's nice to you. Uh, DJ Cheese, working the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. And Nick Gale, he's back. It's yeah. good to have you back, Nick. Uh, Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. I, I know it was some family things. Our, our thoughts were with you, and, uh, but it's wonderful to have you back in the chair. Thank you. Outstanding. He's got your news, your traffic, your weather, your information. It's all coming up next right here on 890 WLS.
4: It's the Bruce St. James Show right here on 890 WLS.